Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy On5 smartphones are all yours when you switch to Metro PCS. Metro PCS, wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Well, hello. This episode of Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Kinza, the world's smartest thermometer. When my daughter Channing is sick, I turn to my Kinza smart thermometer for peace of mind. It's awesome. It remembers her temperature, symptoms, and medicine history, so I don't have to. And it even lets me send that information to my doctor. Amazing. Get your own Kinza at KinzaHealth.com. Hello, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 35 of Motherhood in Hollywood. It's me, Heather. Hey, I've missed you missed you so much. Uh, we got a great show today. My friend Jillian Boyd is here. Jillian is an actress slash writer slash comedy gal. We used to do sketch comedy together at Acme Comedy Theater here in Los Angeles. And she's coming on the show today to talk about writing her own web series with her writing partner. Mostly we're talking about the importance of writing, getting out of your comfort zone and getting creative. So I know for those of you who are actors looking to do that, uh, this is some pretty inspirational. Oh, geez, I hate that word. Sorry, inspirational. This is some pretty interesting information. Let's say that. And then um, I don't know why I just hate the idea of inspirational podcast nothing against anybody well a little bit against them but there are tons of inspirational podcasts out there like the you can do it podcast or the chin up buckaroo podcast uh i don't actually know if those exist if not somebody get on that immediately make those podcasts a thing but it just um i don't know i never inspiration is not really something I think of when I think about this podcast. I think of me just sitting around having fun, dicking around with my friends, talking about movies and TV shows and stuff that I love. So that's what this podcast is all about. And if you want more information about how you can interact with me and help support and be a part of motherhood in Hollywood, subscribe to motherhood in Hollywood on iTunes and Stitcher. Also go check out our Facebook page and Instagram at motherhood in Hollywood. And I've been tweeting it up a lot lately over there on the Twitter twatter. If you want to go over to Twitter, I'm at MIH podcast, or you can search for Heather Brooker over there as well. I do want to give a quick hello to some of our new followers on Twitter, it's been uh, very exciting. Everyone's finding about uh, finding out about motherhood in Hollywood over there. I want to say hello to Holly Zigalia. Oh God, I'm sorry if I'm butchering butchering your name. I'm so sorry. I am the worst. Craig Schumacher, hey, what's up, buddy? Women occupy Hollywood. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, my friends over at the Popcast Pod, that's Jamie Golden and Knox McCoy. Great to have you guys on board. And um, oh my God, so I got super excited the other day because <sighs> Perfect Dumps is now following me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm laughing because I'm a 12 year old, but also because I just think that's hilarious. I don't know why, but I woke up one morning and I got really excited because it said perfect dumps is now following you. And I was like, yes, yes, of course they are. That to me just says that maybe I tweet too much about poop or talk about shit too much. Uh, Anyway, it's the little things in life that have to keep me going. And uh, so, yeah. Perfect Dumps, What's Up, uh, Lost at Home Podcast, uh, Type A Parent. Lots of good folks over on the Twitter. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to follow at MIH Podcast. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, I've had some great auditions this week. Nothing I've booked, so I guess it doesn't really matter. In my mind, I'm amazing at all of them. I just need for everybody else to get on board. You know what I'm saying? It's like whenever whenever you do something amazing, you're like, listen, don't you guys all see how amazing this is when I've just created? Don't worry. They'll get there. We'll all catch up. I do want to, before I get too far down my mommy monologue, um, spiral here. So I've started doing this thing. I've started the MIH hotline just for fun to see if anybody wants to interact or give me a call or shout out, you know, have questions. And I kind of threw it out there the past couple of weeks to see if anybody wanted to call, talk about the Oscars, um, talk about parenting, motherhood, podcasting, whatever. I've gotten some really weird calls. Of course, when you put your phone number on the internet, also I should point out, it's not my phone number. It's my hotline number weirdos. So it's, it's a number to my hotline, but I've gotten some weird calls. Um, <laughs> Well, that's to be expected. The internet is full of that. But I've also gotten some cool ones. Um, and I'm going to play some of them for you now. All right. So here we go, you guys. The first MIH hotline call. Uh, all right. Here it is. Listen up. Long time listener, first time caller, T-Bag Tag here. Uh, just wanted to actually call in for once, try and see if I could, you know, cheer on the, on the show about some of the topics that you're covering, such as uh, Oscar So White, Weight Loss Goals. Dreams and aspirations, anything. Uh, anyway, I look forward to checking out your podcasts. Uh, this voicemail probably wasn't that entertaining, but uh, you never know. Maybe, maybe the second time around. Maybe the second time around, I'll nail it. Have a great day. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god, I love the internet. I love it so much. Um, thanks, Teabag Tag. You know what? You're wrong, sir. Your voicemail was very entertaining. I've listened to it several times. And I appreciate you mentioning all of the things I hashtagged, such as Oscar So White, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you called. I sort of love doing this. It's so much fun. Um, okay, so my next call was from some insane person who I think thinks we're friends. So listen to this. Hey, asshole. It's Tara. Um, I just was hoping you would answer because you put that number out there and I really wanted it to be your number. Um, you want to talk Oscars. I want to talk Oscars. I have seen six out of the eight Oscars this year, and I think Leo's finally going to win. And that's really all I have to say. Bye. Okay. So those were um, two clearly uh, the best calls that I got. I'm just trying to do something different here, guys. I'm just sort of I'm hanging my balls out there. I am testing my comfort zone, pushing my comfort zone a little bit. And I just thought it would be fun to start a hotline and see if anybody wants to call and interact. If you want to call the MIH hotline, you can. It's 323-886-5555. 
two four five six. Again, the Motherhood Hollywood Hotline three two three eight eight six two four five six. Give me a call. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about: Hollywood, parenting, podcasting. That um, guy that keeps calling you and you're not interested, but he's still calling you anyway. Like whatever, let's talk about it. I'm down with it. So that's been the exciting things happening in my world. I'm really excited for the Oscars this weekend. I cannot wait. I'm doing my own little Oscar pool. I'm going to make popcorn. We have a couple friends coming by and I'm going to watch the speeches. I know there's a lot of controversy surrounding this year's Oscars. So I'm also kind of curious to see how that affects the viewership uh, regarding, you know, Oscar so white and the uh, diversity controversy surrounding the Oscars. So I'm curious to see how that will actually affect the broadcast itself. So um, yeah. Okay. That's it. I'm going to stop talking now. And I want you guys to hear this really fun interview. I had so much fun when Jillian came over just a couple of funny gals talking about what it's like to, uh, create things in Hollywood, write, have a writing partner and just finding your joy. So here is my interview with Jillian Boyd. All right. So hi, Jillian. Hey, Heather. Hi, welcome to Thanks. my mansion. Your mansion is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than my mansion. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I'm very wealthy. I'm Are very, you? I'm very famous. No, I know you're all. famous. I didn't know the wealth that came with that. <laughs> right. Infamous. Wealth and fame. They're like, they go hand in hand. Hand in hand marriage made in heaven. Um, I so wish. how have you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. I would say over five years. You think? It's been that long? Yeah, I haven't been over. Well, I guess we can say we know each other from Acme. From Acme, yeah. Do all your peeps know that you do the comedy over um, there? Or you did? If they listen to my show, they might have questions about the comedy. They might wonder if I've ever done comedy. <laughs> That's they not might true. Go, Ugh. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Jillian and I used to do sketch comedy together at Acme here in Los Angeles. And, and she's uh, bilingual. And I'm bilingual. Si. <laughs> Lingua. <laughs> um, and uh, Acme, which is no longer in existence, now defunct. Sort it of. is. I don't know what. I mean, yeah. there is a second stage in North Hollywood, and they yeah. do the improv and stuff. There's still improv going on. It still exists, like in terms of a building that stands, uh, and they rent it out and whatnot. Jeez. I did a fundraiser there at the one in Hollywood back in December, and um, it was so weird to be back. I haven't been back to Acme in so so long, but. Um, I actually, quite a few people from Acme refused to come to my fundraiser because it was at Wait, Acme. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of politics. Yeah. I wasn't involved yeah. in any of that. I just did the performing and I went home. you kind of got out. Yeah. I was going to say, but I think you kind of got out maybe drama. before it started to get shady. shady. Um, <laughs> things got <laughs> real shady. Are we going to get shot or anything talking maybe. about this? Are you, no. are you taking me down with you? Is that <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> That's why I brought you over here. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to talk to as, Jillian about it. As, so she goes down with the ship. As part of my uh, protection. We should also point out really quick that Jillian was lovely enough to bring some wine over here cheers, cheers. yay uh, I, I i chose uh, a good, a nice pinot noir but i've never tried it before i got one named firefly in honor firefly of Ridge. Uh, the southern flavor are of you, my are you show. reaching for the bottle Would i was like gonna i was gonna try and look at it i don't know who i'm gonna show it to because heather can already, I've already see seen it, it. I it's more. called firefly ridge mm-hmm. uh, it's very southern but not i don't know I love it. It's good. Anytime anyone wants to bring me booze, I'm totally down for that. I will remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it'd be a fun evening. I mean, it's the Thursday before Friday, before a weekend. Yeah. And I'm a stay-at-home mom, so we drink all the time. It's just all we do. Alcoholic. (laughs) Alcoholic. Just sit at home and get drunk. That's right. Where's the baby? (laughs) Um. (laughs) Right next to you, mama. Right. With her bottle full of alky. 
Uh, so yeah, it's been a while since we've seen since I've seen you. Are, mm-hmm. Have you? Do you still do sketch comedy stuff? Or are you still in the no, comedy I, game? I, I, I in the game. I'm, are you in the game? Are you in the sketch game? Oh boy, no! I loved the skills I got from that. I loved writing it. I loved performing it more. Mm-hmm. The sketch part. Mm-hmm. Um, so you weren't as much of a fan of writing the sketch. sketches. I love writing. Right. I do, which we'll talk about. Right, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing sketch was it was an intense you know to be funny in three pages and make yeah. sure you're in and out which is a wonderful skill that I carried over into writing half hour comedy but and the way doing- the act the way that our show went in acme was we were doing a show every week mm-hmm. um and then were you pitching doing- the sketches and pitching the sketches you get and in. turning them yeah and were you doing a, a friday night show or a saturday night show or both i did both did i both. just graduated okay. over time and i can't remember which one was which i know i'm all it's all a blur it is a blur because you go in on like uh, over the weekend ideally you're like coming up with ideas writing stuff or whatever or writing and with you, a partner or writing with a partner and then you go in on a monday you pitch it you remember a lot hopefully it all got in <laughs> and then i don't think there was even like a rehearsal or anything and then you put it up either the following friday or saturday in front of a live audience so it was a really quick turnaround in mm-hmm. terms of like you got to be funny every week and Sometimes not all of your stuff made it into the show and you had to sit out a week and let other people uh, go on stage and be funny. Oh, my Fitbit literally just jumped off my arm. Oh, you know why? It was like... It's afraid of the wine. <laughs> it's it was like, like, you know, it's over for me. It's over. I'm out. It's anti-working uh-huh. out, anti-healthy. I'm out of here. Yeah, you need me not. <laughs> you need me not, Heather nope. Brooke. But, um, so did yeah. that, were you writing before that? Was that something, writing is something always yeah, been I in always your Yeah, I always had to interest? write. We, we, I wrote um, when I especially in grad schools when I really started doing it more we had to write one woman shows or one solo mm-hmm. shows uh I'd gotten together and written with other people I'd written um my own just writing and so going right. into Acme was a whole other skill and it was a great skill to have yeah love performing loved doing comedy had done that uh enjoyed improv but I liked the sketch side better yeah and uh but then after doing it five years, I was like, I wanted to, you know, move on. And my life changed and where I was going. And right. I was auditioning. And I still do commercial auditions. But my focus has been more on writing with my creative partner and writing partner, Mark Edgar Stevens. Shout out to Mark. Mark Edgar Stevens. Mark like, Edgar you Stevens. actually got a little bit of that Southern in there when we he said it. his name. Like, <laughs> Mark, Mark Edgar, Edgar Stevens. Uh, Mark Edgar. Is it required that he, does he want everyone to say his name like that? <laughs> he wouldn't mind. So if I meet him, I should go, oh, my God, Mark Edgar Stevens. That's so right. Nice. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Oh my God! Heather Brooker. <laughs> so nice oh my God! Me. Well, you're from Oklahoma. From Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah, and I grew up in Georgia. Mark grew up in Florida, Central Florida. We bo- we met at Florida State, mm-hmm. and uh, we've known each other since we were 18. So just a few years, just, just a, few, a couple, <laughs> just, we're, just babes in the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we've known each other. We've been, you know, he's been in New York. I've been in L.A. or Seattle. We've but we found each other back here at the same time about mm-hmm. 10 years ago, uh-huh. and we started getting together just wanting to create and writing and improvising and uh then we we're like let's write about stories we had a lot of similar stories we, we had lived together we knew you know southern stories things the that kind of overlapped yeah family yeah. stuff and uh, as he likes to say i'm southern but he's country yeah yeah you know so one uh, yeah, step that's and true there's so, something about georgia that is uh, that feels a little more southern there's almost like southern is a very like you know, it, it can have a, <laughs> I'm going like, to like, try to be real nice she's here. She's coughing back something. I'm like, uh, how can I say this? Cause uh, there's a lot of people listening from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a trashy connotation to Southern sometimes. There's all, I mean, anywhere. There's, there's a fine line, I think between like 
country and southern and like trashy like maybe wh- where well, do they we, meet well i what we say with the show we wrote welcome mm-hmm. to our mansion is our family's country they're not we'll say quote unquote white trash where mm-hmm. they're all you know the confederate flags flying and they're smoking cigarettes here and <laughs> now we do have certain characters that do smoke yeah. a cigarette but it's not like they're drinking doing drugs and and raising hell everywhere they go right. they're actually a family that loves each other uh-huh. and will do they actually meddle too much they get in their, into trouble for constantly trying to help out so that so. Were, were those the types of stories that you and Mark were kind of finding that overlapped in your worlds and that you were like we need to start writing this stuff down yeah, but we didn't, I mean, nothing is based, like, to a T on one story. You know, there's right. certain things that we like, like, growing up, I did beauty pa- a couple of beauty pageants. Whoa. <laughs> I was not a pretty kid, but it's what the girls did. <laughs> yeah, I was like Jodie Foster in Freaky Friday. You know what I mean? I was, You're like, I was not a pretty kid. I was not. I was just your average chick, you know, mm-hmm. just your average kid. I've and seen toddlers and tiaras, and yeah, some no, of them I, no, that was not, not be... <laughs> I did not grow up in that. My mother did not push that. That was not the, there were, I had a really close friend that did, you know, grew up doing beauty pageants, but it was big big in Peachtree City to do Miss Pride, Little Miss Pride and and Junior Miss Pride of Fayette County. That also sounds really gay. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be Little Miss Pride. But, uh, Maybe that's what to, turned you out. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what it was. But I, you know, they send you almost like signing up for sports. They send you a slip home saying, "Do you want to be, be in, in the beauty pad?" Yeah. Oh my god. And so that's all the so girls cute. did it. And sure. meanwhile, I was playing soccer. And but yeah. I was like, "Oh, I, I want to do it because all my Wait friends a minute, are doing that's it." That's what did it. You yeah. should have led with the soccer part. So, yeah, so <laughs> the soccer is what turned right. me. Right. But uh, <laughs> so we uh, talked about you know that would play influence it and, and yeah. Uh, there's a point where I. You had to get a sponsor when you were doing the beauty Even pageant. at that age? Yeah, but it was like, you know, you could ask your grandparents or whatever. But I oh. was too shy. I wouldn't do it. My mom's like, fine. And she got her friend. who She'd gone back to school to get her associate's degree. Uh-huh. And her friend's parents uh, were running a bug control business. And it was called Bun, Termite, and Pest Control. Oh and that's God. what was on my sash. Oh, my God. <laughs> Julian Boyd with bun termite and pest control. So that That's you know those so kind of stories awful, flavor but that awesome. like yeah off, awesome but all at the same time that um not quite with it. Yeah, like, there's yeah, the ones yeah. who really knew how to do beauty pageants, and then there was me who was just you know the, <laughs> the dress from Sears and the reinforced toe hose with the oh, saltwater yeah. sandals and oh, I yeah, love that because <laughs> I, I know that girl. Yeah, yeah. we all do. <laughs> yeah. And we feel for her. Yeah. But, you know. But we I know didn't... she's going to go on to much better things. <laughs> we can you only know? hope. Um, like on the Heather Brooker uh, Mother podcast. Hollywood podcast. There you go. There Look I at am. you. You've already made it. I've, I am. I'm like Mary Tyler Moore right now. <laughs> Um, Me too. Are you? Yeah, just like I, was say, I feel you, just like her you, every day. If you're not, if, if if only you could see Heather just threw a beret in the air. I did. <laughs> it just went up. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's what Mark and I we got together, started so tossing sharing around ideas stories and stuff. things where we crossed over. I am like we both have a mammal. We both had mammals, I should say. Mm-hmm. His just recently passed, and then uh, both our parent, our mother's names are Sharon. So there were oh things that gosh. we were like, "Oh my God, it's so weird." And then, but he did grow up more in that Central Florida, mm. and then we said it all. Um, basically, the whole story. I guess I should say what it's about. That might help everyone. Yeah, it's weird, what's it about? But it's called "Welcome to Our Mansion," mm-hmm. and it's. Um, 
uh, a guy with his big city lifestyle in ruins. His name's Paul Jones, he, and he's a uh, behavior therapist in New York City, is forced to return to his family's mobile home estate mm-hmm. where everyone's eager to help whether he likes it or not. And it's set in the pasture lands and humidity of central Florida right. on the same eight-acre plot that the family has owned for the last 50 years. And there, the thing is... You've always seen shows like either on wheels, like trailers, mm-hmm. or you've seen on, you know, you're like families like the middle, like your regular working class family. What we right. haven't seen is a show that's literally that culture of mobile homes mm-hmm. and, and the importance of that. It is something important to say you're not on wheels. But you're still below that kind of middle class. Is that is that the tier of yeah, like... Yeah, there's tiers. There's levels. And oh, there's wow. a trailer that's I'm on, on wheels. wheels. I'm not on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Now there are wheels. I guess why it's mobile, but yeah. then, you know it's covered up to look like a manufactured home kind of thing. You know it's what though is home. interesting when you say that is there is sort of a movement now. Have you heard of tiny houses? Yeah, oh my lord, HGTV. What's happening? I will sit and watch the marathon of these people living in, in these theory. Sounds really fun. Tiny houses. And then it's horrible. It I sounds horrible, horrible. But I still want to watch as they go in and they go. Um, it's not really big enough. And I'm like, literally you like, <laughs> you're in a tiny house. What do you want? What is wrong with you? They're like, Wait. it's only a 120 square feet. I was feet. really hoping for a patio. I, I mean, there, I wanted want, a bigger deck. I want a big front porch. Like, <laughs> what? Go get a house. a house. Dummy. Oh, <laughs> buy a regular house. Tiny house, weirdo. I think it's like a really oh fun idea God. if you want to just go out there and have a drink and make a kitchen in there. Sure. You serve, you know, margaritas out by your poolside. Yeah, in you're in a, you're in a home they're in a Have trailer <laughs> they're in a trailer they're in a hitch trailer that's right and i love that they're like i just want to be able to pick up and move and go wherever i want and i'm like you're in a mobile home get by just buy a mobile home yeah, and back call, up that truck call hit it your what own. it is yeah <laughs> or they you have to pay for the land that it's on there's all that and the yeah. rent for your land although i will say did you see the episode with the woman who was in hawaii and no. she built Oh my God. So she was on Maui. She built a tiny home on Maui or maybe had, there was one that was already she built. She built the tiny home? No, there was one that was already built and she bought, uh, she just paid rent for the land that it was on, uh-huh. like just for like access to the municipal water and all that, like 300 bucks a month. And then she outright paid to buy the tiny house. Okay. So, and it was like, I'm going to say 30, maybe 60,000, $60,000 for a she house. She has a house in Maui. On this big acreage because the house is so tiny that the land just surrounds it. And um, so she pays 300 for the land in the municipal. Yeah. And that count that accounts for like water. I'm going to go back to your last statement. It's a mo it's a trailer. It's a trailer. Yeah. It's just made to look hip with the wood and the cabin feel. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. I, know. I guess it's trendy now, so it's cool. It's totally and, and cool now. HGTV has made tiny houses really cool, almost to the point where I'm thinking I could do that. I could pair down. I would like to do that. Like the idea of being that. Yeah. Just get one room and just live on top of each other. And then you think of your kid. And then she'll be fine. She's tiny. She's She's already tiny. She doesn't need all that stuff. She's going to grow up. Yeah, but. (laughs) All right. We'll build a second story. Is that what you're going to say? That's when we'll We'll add the deck. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have the loft. We'll do the screen ports like they do at sororities. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Were this you in a sorority? No. Oh, from Mm-mm. the South. They thought no. it was required. No, I did not even, uh, what's it called, when they, they rush. I did not rush. Mm. Um, I believe Mark Edgar was in a fraternity. Mark for, Edgar. For, for, a beat, for a beat. For a beat. <laughs> he could, if he could call in right now, he'd tell us. But I'm pretty sure at Florida State, he did a little bit of the fraternity. A little bit of Friday night. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> That's for him to detail. <laughs> I cannot help him with that. But, uh, yeah, so the two of us have been writing and we went and, and we shot ideas mm-hmm. that's so great we shot it all in location we mm-hmm. cast 
Florida actors, amazing actor pool down there. Why'd you amazing. decide to do that? Just because it was cheaper to do it that way? Well, we were staring at each other going, first of all, we had it written and we'd done some industry readings. It went through several incarnations. It started out as a Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Then we, you know, we read it out loud to, and then we got more intense industry readings to where it was actual producers and writers listening to it and giving us feedback and said, you should, you Is know. Is that what I did? I came over to your house one time and I read a pilot yes. that you had written was this an incarnation of that? And was Mark Edgar Stevens there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was you. I forgot that we yeah, had to do that. Yeah, I didn't forget. Oh my I God. Listen, I remember every kind thing or nice thing anyone has ever done for me. I'm keeping a list. Okay. Um, No, I totally remember that. That was one of the smaller, like we did it in mm -hmm. that nice house in- The um, gorgeous in, house in yes. Brentwood. It was up in um, Mandeville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I totally remember that. Was yes. this an incarnation of that or was that something separate? That was when we actually did, no, we actually did have uh, writers and producers listening to it at that mm -hmm. point. So I think that was one. Mark is the one who remembers everything. As yeah. you can tell with me, I'm like, it all blends. I know we did readings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know I had my friends from Acme because Travis Ritchie did it. Uh -huh. He was there and I yep. had some other friends that mm -hmm. had done, I'd done sketch or performances with. Yeah. But dang, that's so cool. I had totally forgotten who all did it. Not and it me, was you. Julian, not me. Yeah. I remember oh, everything. So cool. I love it now. It's even more exciting that I'm here talking yeah, about it. it totally. But we decided to do it there because mm -hmm. we're staring at each other and saying, okay, the heck with this. We're going to, let's just, let's just do it. We're going to do it on a small level. Let's do it as a web series. Yeah, like that's a web smart. Because that seems to be what everybody's doing and maybe yeah. we can make it, it doesn't have to be this big high production value. We'll do it. And we're staring at each other in his kitchen and we're like, well, there's trailers out in Ohio, you know, different areas. And I said, it's going to cost us a mint. But we knew locations that we could get for free yeah. in Central Florida. Yeah. And we're like, we just do it let's there. just do it there. We can, yeah. you know, and we'll raise funds. We raised uh, money on Indiegogo mm -hmm. and we funded. That's great. Which was awesome. We yeah. had wonderful support from friends, family, yeah. people that friends, family shared it with. I mean, we couldn't be more. So, did you shoot like a trailer first, like a sizzle no. reel type thing? We for shot it? the whole dang thing. But I mean, to put it up on Indiegogo, did you just use like pictures and say, "Here's what we want to do," and then have people support you that way? We talked about it. Mark and I got on and were our best selves that we could be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we talked about it, um, and then we had these popsicle characters that we had that we were we were looking at for a main title, but. We're not sure where they'll exist in the final, but uh -huh. they're there. They live, and they're part of our DVD cover that we gave to our donors. And, yeah. Um, so we had that, and we just talked. We really we worked about three months on it before we launched Indiegogo. We really were specific about. That's great. Well, we wanted to be as clear and to make it as professional as possible for something that's a fundraising yeah. type of thing. You yeah. know, that it wasn't just, hey, we'd like your money for it. Yeah. We really were specific of where it was going. This is how. This is what we're doing. And we budgeted and... Uh, we produced it ourselves. We produced, directed, mm -hmm. and wrote. So getting to do all of that has been amazing. And then casting. We were there the March before we shot. We cast, did um, Actors Access. Mm -hmm. cast How did that go? Who, it was great because we had... I always love uh, hearing the behind-the-scenes stories of Actors Access. Because even good. for... Was this a non-union thing or was it, it was SAG, low budget? It was non-union. So what kind of submissions were you getting from people? And were you getting just thousands? Well, you get... People in Florida and Georgia, all that area, are wonderful actor pools. I mm -hmm. came out of the Georgia actor pool. Mm -hmm. Not saying I'm wonderful, but I think there's people oh, who guess, are trained actors. You yeah, know? I guess if you released it there, did you release it like on the East Coast Actors Access? So, the South, Southern. The, the Southern, Southern one. Like, Southern, so the Southeast, Atlanta region? Atlanta, North Carolina. Okay. So we had a person come from Atlanta. He was lovely. He played um, 
Scott, and he's wonderful in it. Um, when we had most of them were from Central Florida. That is an amazing hub of acting. I can't tell you. I had no idea. Mark Nukes, he grew up in that area, but it's, it's in the middle between Orlando and Tampa. So you have yeah. a lot of industry coming in there. You have Universal. You have yep. Disney. You have all that stuff going on. And then you have what you would think is community theater, but it's like professionals doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the community theater I grew up with in Georgia at all. Yeah. It's like big, uh, big ass, big old theater. <laughs> you know what I mean? And good, amazing actors. So we really had a lovely turnout. And we had three women that we nicknamed our sassies who were acting as our UPM, our casting person, and our um, script and line producers. So, script supervisor. But Eileen Sco- uh, Schofield had all the all the talent she knew. I mean, because they're all busy in the theater. And she was like, you got to look at this person. You got to look at this person. Which was awesome. Blossom. So, she really helped us out. Hey friends, I want to take a minute to tell you a little bit more about Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. It is truly designed to give peace of mind to parents, especially when their little ones aren't feeling well. You know how it does it? It remembers temperature, symptoms, and medications, and the best part, it gives you guidance on what to do next. If you haven't gone to check out Kinsa yet, do it. Go to KinsaHealth.com. Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. Did you then just spend most of your time behind the camera producing and did you direct any yeah, of we, it? Yeah, the two of us, we, we co-directed, a, we co-directed, but we directed by day, not like the two of us in one in actor's ears. Oh, wow. Okay. So he and I, uh, we split it up the, the days and what scenes, cause we'd already done the whole shoot schedule. Mm-hmm. And then see, he and I together came up with what we wanted, how we wanted the feel to be. But there was one lead person and the other one first AD that day. Oh, and we split. It was a really small crew. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, real small, small budget, but it, you know, for what we were able to achieve with literally no help, mm-hmm. I'm so very proud of. And, and yeah. most likely if it and were picked up, it'd be. be reshot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe not, you know? So what is your goal then with it? Cause you know, a lot of, ac- yeah. a lot of actors, cause your, your background is acting, mm-hmm. right? Um, so a lot of actors, whenever they do something like that, they think of it as their star vehicle to make it on a network show or, or in a fe- feature or something like that. What is your goal in making welcome to my mansion? Welcome to our mansion. Excuse our, me. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not in it. And Mark is not in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our goal is both of us love the love and would like to have careers that we have more control in. Yeah. So we would love being here. We love ha- being Houses mm-hmm. on Wheels Productions. We'd like to produce more. Also have a chance to direct more. We love writing together. So to be able to have that production house yeah. is something that felt more lucrative and more strong. And somebody, people, the two of us are very smart and driven and to be able to control that. And then if we can perform in what we're doing, great. And neither one of us is saying, oh no, I won't audition or oh no, I'm, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. But our focus is so intense on this and we are pitching it. And I have been doing the media circuit and just mm-hmm. getting it out there to get it seen. Yeah. So people will then go, okay, let's take a look at it. So Mark and I can then go in and pitch that plus our other projects that we're working on. Now, when you first moved out here, you wanted to be an actor, right? I was or performing. You, you're performing I, on camera. Yeah, I was doing on camera So work. what do you think has changed or evolved? You can scoot the chair back no, if you I'm want. Just, uh, too close. So I'm not like spread eagle <laughs> in the chair. I've been really attractive the I whole know, show. And I appreciate I'm it. I'm now dainty. I'm very dainty. I'm to my beauty pageant self. Most people cross their legs in that chair because it's so big. People just do what I do and like, you know. Get I got my shoes on. I don't do want to dirty and sully your, your furniture. 
I will do it then. Okay. Um, so what do you think changed in your career since you've been out here to make you sort of switch your mindset and want more control over your destiny in entertainment? My density? Your density. Uh-huh, my density. Because for me, it was, the, you know, part of the reason why I started Motherhood in Hollywood is because I sort of just felt like, I was tired of waiting around for someone to call me and, you know, say, hey, we want to hire you for this two-line part. and For you to be creative. For me to be right. creative, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just felt like I needed to do something to kind of bust out of out of that rut a little bit. And it's so much easier to do now. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, we have this access to, you know, editing equipment. Yeah. And you can do anything on your phone or what, you know, so it's all there to be had. It's mm-hmm. still expensive to do film, it's, yeah. but it's not to write or to get a few friends together and be creative. Is it your vehicle to start on? Maybe, maybe not. Right. But if you are a creative soul, then at some point you're going to have to do something so you can like you did, you know, I want to mm-hmm. do a podcast. I want to talk to people I enjoy talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about what I do so you can give the update. So you're always out there. Yeah. So if people are like, who's Heather Burke? It's right there. You're funny. You're talented. And then they're always, you're always kind of out Go there. Go on. Go on. <laughs> she is a hoot. And, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, there is but something there, very like, empowering mm-hmm. about it. Absolutely. Um, and I would love to direct. You know our friends, Retta and Kevin King. Yeah. They, they. have the, they have a company called Create Your Real. And yeah. I'm always like sort of casually going, they listen to the podcast, so I can talk about them. But I'm always casually going, um, if you guys ever need one to direct, yeah. I totally direct. And Retta's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, oh, she never calls me. I really would love to direct. Retta and Kevin, are you hearing her plea? <laughs> are y'all hearing this right they, now? She, they don't listen. They can listen. I'm going to send them my link to me. (laughs) Be like, listen, listen to um, Uh, at minute thirty three, twenty three minutes. Right, twenty. Unless Heather does a plea, unless I edit out all of my swears. (laughs) Um, No, but I would love to, and I honestly, I would love to direct anything. Like if anybody has a short film or something like that, I just kind of want to flex those muscles and see. Have you thought about do it? Writing something for you to direct. I am terrible at writing for. Um, do you think in pictures at all? A purpose. Do you visualize things? I, what I think of is in like scenarios or moments or things that have happened that would be funny. And I think, oh, this would be a great opening to a sitcom or, oh, this would be really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I ever wrote a book, it would be a book I have to tell to somebody. Okay. Part of the reason why I didn't really start motherhood in Hollywood as a blog, like a lot of moms do is because I'm terrible at writing. Like I never, my blog, I update it like maybe once a week if that's not a good week. Right. What I'm great at is sitting and talking to people. And so then I was trying to think of like ways I could do that. And I was like, ah, podcast will be perfect. Because then I get to see people I haven't seen in a long time and talk to them about what's going on in their life. Um, And I don't have to sit down and write. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, writing. I hate it. No, it can be be tough. Like I'm just really hard on myself. Like I will find myself during the editing and revising process, like going back and um, going, all right, what better way could I say this? And how could Mm -hmm. I do this better? And. Um, I get stuck in the not being able to the let minutia. it go. The minutia. The minutia. Yeah. yeah. And we do, you know, it's funny. And that's Mark where and a I writing were, partner would come in really handy. Really f- I enjoy writing with people. I always did it at mm-hmm. me as well. I always felt yeah. like the banter, banter back and forth. And mm-hmm. uh, I felt like it always made me better and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I don't like being alone that often. Like I can mm-hmm. think and write for a bit and then I'm like, okay, I want to hand this over to Mark and let's, let's see where we go with it. And, I do and find that it helps to have another set of eyes on something too. Like right now I always make Chris read everything that I write before I send it out. So if there's anything anybody hates, I blame him because <laughs> I'm like, he's Chris my edited. Yeah. He's my executive editor. <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. Well, I think, you know, the whole, to get back to it, like why, what shifted is one, you get, you, you grow up, mm-hmm. you're older, you're, uh, having to make ends meet. I have a mortgage. Yeah. I have all this. So I, I do my day job. And this allows me more freedom to do it. Would I like to focus all the time, all my time on performing? Maybe, but at the same time, I don't, I don't love auditioning. Mm. It's not something like, yeah, oh, I can't wait to go audition. Some people stuff. do. Yeah. They do though. And I'm envious. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think now I could actually walk in easier because I'm, it's less important. Less pressure on yourself. Less pressure. Yeah. It's like, now mm. I can just go in and enjoy it and enjoy being in the room right. before it was about getting the job. And now I've kind of. I'm maturing into something else, but I do love having that. I can go home and write. I can write on the plane. I can write on the toilet. I can write. That's right. I mm-hmm. write on the toilet. Right on uh, the toilet. I don't literally write on my toilet. I well, write on a notepad while I'm on the toilet. That's good. You just okay. keep them handy, like within arm's reach. Yeah. Yeah. Or the teepee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or sometimes the teepee is my, is that is my notepad. medium. That's my medium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any port in a storm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I, I love being able to do that. Yeah. You know, have that, that it, it was really, and I encourage you to find that thing to direct Heather because it was so much fun. The yeah, pressure of not being be. in front of the camera mm-hmm. as much as part of it. You're like, Oh, that'd be fun. The pressure, like there was a lot of pressure. I mean, to be on the crew and we've all, we know this is actors, right? Everybody right. there's earlier there yep. before us and after us, yeah. we have the cushy part. Well, not having the cushy part, it was really tough. I slept maybe three or four hours a night for mm-hmm. two weeks, but for the passion and love of something, and you're just so dr- you're having a great time. You're yeah. so, but tired. Oh my God, you're so tired, but you're loving it because you're like each day you're in there. We built a really good set and a good feel. Mark is wonderful. The two of us, like we really sat out and said, how do we want it to feel on the set? We don't want any, there's no big diva stuff we weren't going to have it so it's no. like we let everyone know we're there for them and it's going to be a fun time and if we had any comments we would step away figure mm-hmm. out what we wanted and come back doing our best not to con- make any confusion did yeah. we at times sure like we learned certain things on the way as as young directors yeah you feel Absolutely. like you learned a lot oh my god how could you not yeah, yeah we did but i and i think we also edited I oh, mean, you edit it yourself? Oh, my God. We've done everything. Now, we had people come That's in. Great. We had Brian Whittle, who's worked on the Mindy Project, and as, as well as Angel from Hell, mm-hmm. which is now no longer, but mm-hmm. he is a sound editor, but he came in and looked at it, and... That's one thing that we would like to put in is music. We have Scott Francisco. Have you watched the trailer, the sizzle reel? Yeah, yeah. Scott Francisco, who does the girls and the librarians, he did our music. Oh, and nice. And he is awesome. Awesome. Music, blossom. I feel like, sometimes can make or break uh, a can, project. Because I've been watching a movie before, and I'm like, this could be so good, but something is missing. It's and then I'll quiet. realize uh-huh. it's so quiet. We haven't heard mm-hmm. anything that music, yeah. like tonally, that fits the mm-hmm. feeling of this movie. And, and I, when you're watching a good movie that has good sound and good music in it, you don't notice the music. No, you don't. Because it, it blends in so It's informing well. you subconsciously. Right. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that Mark and I know, budget restraints. We mm-hmm. did not get full music put in the, the half hour. Yeah. We knew that. We released it well, as yeah. what it was because we had Indiegogo people that we wanted to honor our release. Mm-hmm. Uh, we w- released it as a web series, three episodes, and then we pulled those since, and it lives in its full form because it, it works so much better and the flow is better. Everybody's seen it in its full form. So you put it up initially as a web series, uh-huh. and then you say you took it down from YouTube and you put it on a DVD. 
No, it's still, or, it was still on YouTube. It's it still lived on YouTube. there, oh, okay. and people can see it. Welcome to our mansion. Oh, I thought you went. You mm-hmm. pulled it off of um, on online to put it on a. No, we I had see. the DVD to the people who are a certain level of donors. We did special DVDs for Got them, uh, and everybody likes cut. it more as a whole. Yeah, piece. I was like, "Did you re-edit?" I was like, "No, it's the exact same. We just didn't give you an it begin. We didn't do the credits at e- of end each of three. segment. Yeah, yeah, each segment. There you go. I couldn't get it off. But all, well, <laughs> each Words. episode, we did three episodes of it. Our webisodes, I should say. Mm-hmm. So it lives in its <clears throat> full form and it's much cleaner. But we also know, and Scott Francisco, who's wonderful and enjoyed watching it and said, could I do the music? Which, you know, we said, how do the sizzle reel? Because we want to be able to have the edit. We want to edit yeah. it one more time before he spends time yeah. adding music. But it's definitely, we have transition music, but nothing else. Yeah. So, and you feel it. You do. And we know that. It's just, it's where it's at. I think, though, with where Hollywood is at and, you know, sort of the way it's going is they get that. They know the big, the powers that be understand that. Like, they know that not every piece of content they come across, yeah. original content they come across is going to be, 100% polished, polished yeah. 100% from a big production company. You know what I mean? Like as if wish, it was, right? they were already, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was, they would have already been discovered and have a show. Like uh, well, that's the sort of the beauty about YouTube and everybody that's creating that's their right. content. You can do whatever. Is, yeah. You can do whatever you want. And it's sort of understood that it's on a shoestring budget and, you know, yeah. and you want to be able to give them the feel. And that's why we said it's a proof of concept pilot. It gives you an idea of the characters. We wanted it done. So it looks almost home movie ish. Mm-hmm. It's, we let them sweat. There is no makeup. We are like our camera guy was like, they're sweating. I was like, perfect. Yeah. You know, they, everybody's natural. It doesn't look like it's done. On yeah. It looks a, very real. It's, yeah, yeah. We wanted that. We wanted that kind of documentary, not documentary, but home movie feel. Home yeah. Movie-esque. Like sort of a peek into their lives, right. uh, peek into their world uh, perspective. Yeah. And they're a fun family. They're sweet. They're loving. They're gross sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the above. But yeah. yeah, we had a really good time and wonderful actors. And there. now um, are you guys working on something else already? Because that's usually the next right. question when you're pitching to mm-hmm. the big wigs is great. What else have you got? Yeah. What else have you got? And so we have uh, about three other projects that the two of us <clears throat> want to expand on. Mm-hmm. And then right now we're working on some spec scripts. That's what we're working. And that's what we were, you know, to talk about the minutia. Yeah. The two of us were kind of working on punching it up. And Mark's like, no, we just got to get it out on the page. And I told him today, I said, yeah. you're so right. I said, I'm taking your note. And that's what's lovely about a writing partner, yeah. right? Because he's like, we need to just like, because you never know if you spend so much time working one moment, it still may not last in there. And once you write the whole thing, you're like, I, why did I work so hard on that? It doesn't fit. Yeah. So just spit it out. Get it out there, Heather. I miss, I know, I miss writing with Brandy. McCabe. Oh, she's hilarious. Um, also, doesn't listen to my podcast. What a tramp. Um, <laughs> These hookers, I'm totally sending them I know, this link. I know. I think, I think they're just like, well, I don't have kids, so I'm not listening. And I'm like, oh my God, that doesn't matter. I have There's to tell like, people that. You all didn't the even time. do the mom update. You went right into me today. Oh, I do the mom update after Later. you leave so oh, I can talk about you. Fake out. <laughs> fake out. I do my mommy monologue. Later. On a separate, You're more so sober Hollywood. occasion. You're so Hollywood. <laughs> I do that because then I could Fix be like. Fix it in the mix. Yeah. I, I go back and I can edit the, some things in. And sometimes Channing pops in with me on the mommy monologue right. too. So, and she's not doing that right now. No. She's, she's right out having ice cream. I know. Little schnook. And then she's going to come back and just be like, I'm not going to bed. I'm not going to bed. I'm sugar yeah, dumb. I'm going to stay up Sugar high, mama, mama. Yay. I'm pouring more uh, Firefly. Do it. Firefly Ridge. Do it. Um, but no, I miss writing with Brandy because she and I have a very 
good balancing act with our humor. Mm-hmm. We got each other's humor and she, um, we just wrote really, really well together. I loved almost everything we wrote together. Um, but she's just so busy with her job and she also lives in East Jesus on the other side of East Jesus. East Is Jesus. that a place? I call that's like the other side of town from me. Oh, like bump F. Yes. Okay. You can say bump. You can say bump fuck Egypt. Oh, I swear a lot on the show. Okay. Right. Well, if you're going to edit me, I'm not saying <laughs> nothing. Um, no, she like works way over in Santa Monica and she lives over by Acme. So it's like, I never oh. get to see her. And so it's sort of got, it got harder and harder when we weren't forced to I'm be gonna together. I'm going to let you in on a secret. Mm-hmm. There's this thing called Skype. Well, now this is back in the day. <laughs> in the day, back in the two thousand, Skype existed. That's right, two thousand five. Um, I know, and I, you know, I've actually skyped with Ed Ackerman before, and yeah. we, we wrote a pilot one time, and See? we're like, "This is amazing!" And then we forgot about it. So <laughs> I need to call that guy. It's a lot of work. I don't it's think he's of- listening either. <laughs> <laughs> you got to send him. We've mentioned a lot of our mutual peeps. I think yeah. it's time. But uh, yeah, so sh- to have a to have a um, somebody there with you to bounce ideas off of Mm -hmm. um help you let it go like Mm -hmm. just be like you need to we need to stop and we need to send this you know that's that is very valuable and 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 mark mark is great uh as far as in many ways but he's also great with uh having fun like yeah you should meet him because his laughter will enter before him enter the room (laughs) but he's he has a great time and he has a lot of freedom in creativity that's nice and it's a nice a nice partnership that way so you've got some specs you're working on then um do you just want to focus on like tv type stuff or do you want to do film down the road or well funny you should ask heather (laughs) what a nice question Um, no, I have, I'm one. really good at this. You're really, really good, good at the podcasting. <laughs> um, there is one that, um, I, it's called shoot the duck uh, that I'm working on. It's based on my, one of my solo shows. And so that looks like it would be a film, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, uh, a comedy, a, a sweet kind of dark, not dark. Cause I'm not good at dark comedy. I wish I were. I mm-hmm. dream of being good at dark comedy. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's comedic. It's, yeah, it's set around a, a 10 year old girl in Georgia. I mean, uh, but it's not me. Is she in the Miss Pride pageant? She's not in the Miss Pride. <gasps> Little Miss Pride. There's a lot of roller skating I going on. I want to on. meet. I'm going to uh, Google Little Miss Pride when we leave. <laughs> Little Miss Pride of Fayette County. Because I feel like I have some friends who might are, be in there. Yeah. yeah. Might be in there. I wonder if we still have it in Fayette Maybe. County. In Peachtree City. At Peachtree City. Uh-huh. Just so but Southern. I love I it. And we were, oh, that's where I grew up. Uh, but, yeah, so that one. But then we have uh, another series that that would, uh, mm-hmm. maybe I would be in. I don't know. Or we'd yeah. cast something. But it's yeah. something that I wrote around m- me and uh, or I, and another good friend of ours. My, one of my best friends that we all went to school together. So she and Mark are also very uh, good friends yeah but she and i had it's one i came up with imagining her she and I, her imagining her and i i can't remember my in English. the show together yeah <laughs> she and i it's her all and the I. booze uh-huh it's all the booze it really is the firefly ridge <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so there's that one that um i, I won't go into detail about yet, so you but. feel like then you constantly need to be dabbling in some like working on something like now yeah. that you've sort of been bit by the writing bug and are you just like what else can we do? What else can we do? Do you find that it's stoked the fires a little bit? It has, but we're pretty, we have a lot of uh, life things going on. So we're, I don't think we are at that. We're not 20 year olds where we're pie in the sky. You know, yeah. it's, you know, we're working on it and we feel groovy about it. And uh, we got together and we're like, you know, what? we need to have a couple of spec scripts in our back pocket. 
uh, to look. We would like to get representation. We'd mm-hmm. also like to sell Welcome to Our Mansion. I don't know if you watch stuff on IFC, Independent Film Channel. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Benders, yep. the hockey mm-hmm. thing. That's more, that's kind of in that flavor, kind of dir- dirty, not mm-hmm. fancy filming. Welcome to Our Mansion would fit really well Mark there. Mark Maron, who has, Mark Maron um, has the WTF podcast, um, has a show on IFC. Does he really? Based off of the popularity of his podcast. That's how he got That's that wonderful. show. Yeah. That's so, very cool. Um, but yeah, no. Good it's, to know. There's so many outlets now with digital media uh, or digital It's getting seen, like services. getting it focused because there mm-hmm. is so much for people to see. There's it's a almost a, a different dilemma. Yeah. You know, to be seen now because there's so much content. Yeah. Where do so. you go? Do you go to Hulu? Do you go to Amazon? Do you go Anywhere to- you can. I am a hooker. <laughs> I will sell it where who people will buy it. Where will they buy it? Right, I've so- just flashed Heather. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I'm buying. She's buying today, baby. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> um, so tell everybody, before I forget, tell everybody where they can see Welcome to Our Mansion. Okay. Where can they support it, mm-hmm. um, any on social media, all of those places. Tell me okay. about all of that. I'm going to tell you all about it. <laughs> Welcome to Our Mansion. You can find it welcometourmansion.com. Okay. It'll lead you to our website, and there are links there to our YouTube and the Sizzle Reel. You'll find the Sizzle Reel. You'll find the full 34-minute, and that's with the credits, uh, pilot itself. If you are loving it, if you love the idea of it, whatever, whatever you know, floats your boat about it, and you have a way to help us, a way, uh, a contact name, or if you are somebody that would like to hear what else we got on the table, we'd love to take meetings. Yeah. We're taking meetings. I am um, meeting with people anytime, you know, mm-hmm. we can get in the door. We're also looking for a uh, literary rep representation. Yeah. So that's yeah. where we're at, but that's where you can see it. You can also go to our YouTube channel, which is um, houses on wheels productions. Okay. And that has, that's the name of our production company, Houses on Wheels Productions. And Welcome to Our Mansion will also get you there. There's all the links through there. You can donate on our website if you want to see more episodes and we can get there to produce more. Hey, we're up for it. We got yeah. the whole 13 episode storyline ready to go. And yeah, it's I was going to ask, do you have more stories oh ready to go besides the three? God, yeah, we have so much. We have <laughs> the whole season, first season, all the way to the end. We don't have each episode marked out to a T. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go in a room and, p- and people think we're locked into something. Sure. Sure, but sure. we have the overall story arc from beginning to the 13 episodes of, you know, if we were to sell it to a Netflix or right, a, right. You know, something like that. Um, well, I'm very excited for you. Anytime you. anybody wants to sort of take this town by the balls and create their own uh, path, create their own content, create something from mm-hmm. nothing, essentially – um, I'm going to take so, Hollywood by her breasts. Okay, you okay, can do that. Yeah, by her yeah. breasts. If you don't no mind. judgment. No, no judgment. judgment. <laughs> I mean, breasts up top, balls down low. Whatever you Yeah, prefer. we're going to grab it all. Anything <laughs> mountainous. Grab all of it. <laughs> Mounds. <laughs> and make it your own. And make Jillian. it your own. Mold them. Mold them. <laughs> Ew. Um, anytime anybody wants to do something like that, I think it's so great. And I'm a big fan of that. And support well, go that. do it yourself, lady friend. Um, We'll Your turn. See. I also just like want to take a nap. I know. You're like, a mother in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm a mother in Hollywood. And you audition a lot. You're doing well. I know. You're I'm always a, booking I'm some stuff. I'm a huge star. Yeah. You really are. I always see you outside the trails. And first of all, when you got to be on the Mindy Project. Yeah. I was so happy for you and envious. Really? I was excited. I it was love great. Beth Grant more than anyone. <gasps> Beth Grant, if you're nice. out there, if you're out there, before you her. got on Mindy Kaling, She's one of our gals. She's Principal so Pundernip. She is yeah. Principal Pundernip. Yeah. So. She could not have been nicer. Like, 
came up to me introduced in the woman. makeup trailer, introduced herself and was just chatting yeah. to me like we were friends. And that's very rare when you're just on a day player set. or yeah. a guest star. When yeah. you're just there for a few hours doing a few lines. Like it's very rare for the lead actors of the show to be that friendly. But she's an she's actor. So you know what I mean? yeah, she, she's an actor. She's done this. For she's a long not an time. internet star. And she's you know not what? a star. She's a southerner. Yes, she is. That's yes, right, baby. Yeah. She could not have been nicer and like would was more than willing to take a picture with me like i'm such a tourist whenever i go on the set i'm like no, it's oh great. my god i'm so happy to be here of course I and I, I follow her twitters yes i, all the twitters. I love her twittering mm-hmm. yeah. uh but yeah that was a lot of fun and i am such a goofball i they had released me right before lunchtime like i was done with my stuff and i was like oh my god i'm so hungry i'm just gonna get some food and take it back to my trailer eat really quick and then go and i was walking in my trailer and i had overfilled my plate. It's apparently I'm looking hungry. I'm a like starving the, actor, starving, starving actor. actor. I'm literally like the fat girl that had the big plate <laughs> full of food. And I was walking up to my trailer and my trailer door wouldn't open. So I'm like yanking on the trailer. There's door. other food inside. There's other food tra- like trapped inside. <laughs> and I'm balancing this plate of just like a God awful amount of pasta. And I'm yanking on the door and I pull it back and it pops open and I dump my food all over myself and oh, all over no. the stairs. You're a fiasco. <laughs> You're a fiasco on the Mindy project. And I froze for a second and I thought, okay, nobody saw that. And I turned around and Mindy Kaling was walking into her trailer and literally looked at me like horrified. And I was like, I want to die. I want to die so bad because I was still in my yeah. wardrobe like yeah. a dummy. And I still, I just got pasta all over myself. I'm so awkward. Did she say anything? No, she, she was just, just horrified. She just looked at me like she, her eyes really big and she just kept walking into her trailer and I was like, I want to die. Oh, I'm so awkward on the set. Well, cause it's not like she could yell. Are you okay? Like she was a little far away, but, oh, okay. um, but still she, she should have yelled. You are in so in trouble with our customer. Right. I'd be like something, get funny. this bitch out of here. <laughs> You're so but I'm so awkward. when I go on set and stuff like that. Well, it's a weird thing. It's like coming it's into a weird. family yeah. and acting like you, you know, you, like you you're have blended. Hey, I've been, I'm going to be here the whole time. Hey guys. Yeah. Am I allowed yeah. to open the fridge and get some food? I yeah. don't know. It's, and it's uncomfortable. I'm not. No, I just you're not allowed to carry food everywhere. Huh? Can I say one more thing about where else I can yeah, of course. I realize as we're talking about this about the twittering you can also follow us on twitter at wto mansion like okay welcome to our yes. wto mansion and you can find us on facebook at welcome to our mansion there i yes. said it all you did There's, it i did it I did and it. also in case anybody forgets you can go to motherhoodandhollywood.com because i will post all of this with links as well whenever Excellent. i put up the show on the website i'll make sure i have links to welcome to our mansion and house on wheels production and all the good stuff and of you course, are a dear Jillian. heart it's true i know don't tell anyone. I mean, oh, tell everyone. Dear heart with food all down the front. Yeah, of her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, you got a paycheck, lady. I know that's true. Yeah, yeah, it go. was, it was worth it. <laughs> Do you have something coming up that I can watch for? Yeah, I'm gonna be on. Um, George Lopez's new show called Mer- Lopez. Lopez. Uh, this is where your bilingual comes in. My Lopez. They Lopez. did give me some Spanish to speak, not to like throw it out there, but they did give me a little Spanishy Spanish. Okay. Um, and I don't know if that'll make the cut or not because I don't know if they had me swear, but it was pretty uh. funny. I don't know what I was saying. They were like, just say this. And I was like, okay. Um, so we'll see, but that's coming out, I think in early April. Awesome. Yeah. So that I'm excited about that. Way to go, um, Heather Brooker. Thanks. Tearing up this town. You're taking it by her breasts and her balls. Breasts and balls. Well, I know. We All said. of it. <laughs> Alliteration. Alliteration. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you, on the Heather show. Brooker. I appreciate it. I begged her to come on just so y'all know. No, she, she said, didn't. okay, okay. I'll no, let you on, nobody. Jillian. I'll open the door. Yeah, stop screaming at me. So here, I'll bring wine. <laughs> and then I was like, sold. Sold. Cheetos <laughs> and Mountain Dew. 
All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening to yet another amazing episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Mama funny. Balls. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you could save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Danny, I just figured out that if I switch to Metro PCS, I get two Samsung Galaxy phones free. Cool, Dad. And I could be a super dad with two free Samsung Galaxy phones and call myself Double Galaxy Man. Or you could give the second phone to your sidekick. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That's right. Two free Samsung Galaxy On5 smartphones are all yours when you switch to Metro PCS. Metro PCS. Wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.